What's up, everyone? Ryan Kohler, founder, CEO of Applicant Pro, chief hire hacker and thought leader, um, here to present, uh, oh man, just like the, the well, I call it 90 days of sourcing. Um, it's, it's a special segment of audio, video, uh, text, uh, tools, tips, those types of things for the next three months for really just to jumpstart and help employers to set the stage for hiring into the future, not just right now during the pandemic level, um, not just right now as the, the world opens back up, but to actually facilitate creating a strategic approach to hiring that will build a flywheel that will spin and spin and spin to make hiring, even if you're a small company, um, to become a competitive advantage for your organization. And so this is just our, our first session today where we're going to start to set the stage. I hope that you will stick with me during these uh, initial podcasts as we are, or our initial piece of content, as we're really trying to set a very high level stage of knowing what the problem is, how to make sure you understand the problem, how to make sure that you can get your team on board and understanding what the problem is. And, and as we go throughout the next 90 days, we will slowly and methodically move from the 50,000 foot level down to the five foot level where you're actually in the nitty gritty, sleeves rolled up, um, fixing things and, and implementing things that will actually make hiring and sourcing specifically work better for your organization. So thanks so much for listening. I bet if you're like most people, you're probably sensing that there is a significant problem when it comes to applicant flow, both at your company as well as out in the greater industry you're in and even in the employment sector. Um, you might be seeing lower flow than you were seeing before the pandemic or even no flow at all potentially. You're probably getting complaints from managers who want you to solve the sourcing problem and go find applicants and they might be misguidingly thinking that this is something that's wrong just with you guys. Um, because clearly there's a ton of unemployed people out there and even the ones that apply you might be getting ghosted whether it's they're not emailing replying to your emails to schedule an interview or not showing up at all the biggest issue here is most likely that you're surprised by this um, surprised to the point that it might like stun you into not being able to think through the problem or make progress look most employers most HR people most managers assumed one thing and they're seeing something very different when it comes to hiring right now. And, and to be honest, nobody has the answer. More importantly, the data that you might have in your head is probably not predictive or wasn't predictive of the problem you're experiencing. If you look at the jobs reports and you see how many people were laid off during the pandemic versus how many are being hired right now, you would assume there's still a whole bunch of people available to hire who are unemployed. But the fact is it doesn't account for the fact that many of them went back to school right now and to expand their education, many of them took up gig jobs at Uber or Lyft or DoorDash or something like that and may not be really looking to switch back in. It doesn't take into effect the number of people that are still quite apprehensive about COVID and getting face-to-face -face if that's what the job entails. More importantly, the data is way too zoomed out at the entire economy and it doesn't take into effect your local area, your local city, your, your local or specific industry you're in, and the specific jobs that you're hiring for. While at a great extent in, in the zoomed out version, there was a whole lot of people who were laid off 
It's possible the people that are laid off weren't the type of people that you hire for your jobs anyway, and that those people maintain their jobs, and if anything, it has gotten more competitive for them since during COVID and after. And here's the deal, I get it. It's having a huge impact on your business. As you try to open up and grow, and as demand goes up, it's almost impossible for any company to survive and to thrive, especially if they can't expand their team and therefore through their applicant flow. Number two, managers are being impacted as they struggle to fill seats or it takes longer to find people or, or worse yet, as things get more competitive, turnover goes up because their employees might be getting pulled away by your competitors. And finally, poor HR is sitting there in the middle wishing they could solve the problems, being expected to solve the problems when potentially they just aren't that easy and there aren't any really low hanging fruit to grab or easy levers to pull. So I wanna take a few minutes and unpack what's going on and what to do about it because there is some hope. Number one, let's talk about what's going on. We are currently in what's called a perfect storm. You could call it a black swan event. While, while those same things people were saying about the pandemic at the beginning a year ago, now as things open back up, we have a more positive but very similar difficult situation going up on. The government has stepped in and continued to pay out higher than normal unemployment payments while unemployment is coming down, causing some people to feel like people aren't as motivated to go out and find a job and get back to work as quickly as we might hope as employers. Also, during the pandemic, all the people that got laid off most likely didn't just sit around and wait. They moved on. They went to education. They, they went into a different job role. They found something different. Better yet, even the ones that stuck around as employees now have new expectations about what life could be like in a work from home scenario where they don't have to commute, where they maybe could move to a cheaper area of the country to live, etc. Now, on the flip side, everybody's hiring and not just hiring like normal, hiring at three to five times as, um, as high as they used to and all at once. Now, as they, the businesses are thinking and opening back up, their teams, for the most part, especially the bigger ones, are allocating more budget to recruiting and specifically to sourcing, which makes the entire job board ecosystem more competitive. So as employers see less results than they expected, they throw more money at the problem, and many are not changing at all. And, and those are the ones that I'm most worried about. The, the bigger companies that are throwing money at the problem are actually making it feel even worse and the impact's even more dramatic on the smaller companies that are either not making progress, not moving, not evolving their approach, and most importantly, not spending more money. So here's what we see in the data is that job flow is down overall. April versus last year's April versus pre-pandemic April. Um, we're seeing as much as a 50 to 60% reduction in applicant flow. And depending on the niche or the industry you're in, it can be even worse. It also depends on the jobs you're looking at that can be even worse. And even as the economy is opened back up from January to March to now April, we're seeing that even that applicant flow per job is seeing reductions, meaning that we're seeing fall off even in this beginning of 2021 and as 2021 kind of grinds up into or ramps up into full steam. Now, the problem is few employers are doing anything to really fix their problem. When we, when we point the finger at macro problems like unemployment, unemployment payments, 
the, the market, the economy or whatever, while those may be valid reasons for what's going on, what they don't do is give an individual employer anything to do about it to solve the problem. So for many employers, we're seeing that they're standing still while the world moves around them, right? The job boards are changing, the competitors are changing, the technology is changing, the, the desires of the job seekers are changing, and yet you might be still using the same approach that you used one or two or even five years ago. You, you throw the job out on the job boards, the same ad you used before, and you pray that it works. You mostly focus on free job board traffic, and you don't have a budget to spend on other job boards. You have a job board only strategy. You're really only relying on job boards to generate applicant flow and, and you really don't proactively engage any other sources. It's possible that as an employer, you're kind of stuck in last year or the year before. Same offer, same ad, same kind of passive approach, hoping it works. And then finally, as a management team or as managers, they might be stuck in the mindset that HR has the power to solve this problem which to be honest, the power is pretty small that HR actually has, but there is hope. The very first part of hope is during COVID, and even right now we've been doing a ton of data studies. The first one shows that the average employer is only seeing less than 1% of qualified job seekers or interested job seekers ending up in their inbox. That means for every one person you see in your inbox as an applicant, there are potentially 99 more out there who are looking for a job in your area like the one that you have posted, but just simply falling out of the funnel either because they didn't find your job ad that interesting, they didn't find your company that compelling, or potentially there's too much friction when it came to applying, or you didn't even target the right type of job seeker anyway and you didn't show up very high on the list. Number two, what we found is that when employers focus on reducing friction, meaning how hard it is to apply or how long the application is, they see 40 to 60% increases in applicant flow. We have other studies that show if you change your job ad to be more engaging, more focused on the job seeker, you can see from anywhere from 50 to 200% increases in applicant flow. And when you start adjusting your targets, the type of people, part-time versus full-time, locations of the country, your offers, ensuring that what you have to offer, not just pay, but benefits, perks, uh, flexibility, uh, growth, potential, all those things, um, that you can start to build flywheels using employee referrals and those types of things to really drive amazing results. I can lay out the plan and the approaches, but none of it will work if you don't embrace it. Look, at this point, there aren't really any easy answers to this problem. You can't just roll out an applicant tracking system or, or hope that an applicant tracking system has a few more job boards or even add a new job board to it to solve the problem. What employers are going to need to do is number one, change, change everything. Number one, change their paradigms about how they view the world of hiring and recruiting. Number two, change their approach. Make it more proactive instead of reactive or passive. Make it more aggressive and competitive instead of just hoping and praying for the best. Number three, you're going to have to get the buy-in of the entire management team and get the team involved. That means every employee at your organization has to know that sourcing is important, has to know that you want their help, and has to know how to help, and a big deal has to be made to remind them that you care about it. And number four, deliberate, proactive action and evolution of your approach, because this isn't going to be just a one-time change. Employers are going to have to start turning into a, an evolutionary type recruiting approach that you're constantly 
looking at what things are working, looking at what things that aren't, and changing. So the plan. We're going to lay out over the next few months a step-by-step -step plan of attack on how to improve your sourcing. It starts with an audit, digging into your current situation, seeing exactly what's going on, and, and then using that to get buy-in from your, your management team and your managers to, to start making proactive steps to improve it. Number two is a roadmap, actually walking through the three core areas of optimizing the results you get from your current situation, finding balance by focusing on other sources to bring more quality applicants, and then again, driving the evolution of your hiring flywheel long-term. And finally, we're gonna provide you with frameworks and formulas, not best practices because the best practices aren't working right now. Instead, these will be new practices, their core fundamental best concepts and approaches and principles that work in hiring every time we execute them, but are very different from the way most employers are approaching it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini-series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to ryankohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring.